What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Contractor Secrets Podcast. In today's episode, I sit down with Brian and Cami as they navigate the waters of starting uh, to really recruit their team, to let go of the brush, uh, to really start creating some systems in the hiring process. Always a great topic. And it starts, of course, right now. Contractors all over the world are wanting more, more time, more freedom, more impact. The way we do this is through implementing systems, processes, standards. Welcome to the Contractor Secrets Podcast. Here we hit business strategy, coaching, mindset, motivation, the tools you need for success. So strap in, listen up, and get ready to grow on the Contractor Secrets Podcast. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Business Breakthrough. I'm here with Brian and Tammy uh, of Depp and Painting. And let's get started, guys. Tell me a little bit about you know uh, your business, what's what's going really well, and then what's an area uh, that could use a little bit of refinement? I mean, can we go first? Well, I don't care. Well, anyways, a um, little bit about our business. Uh, officially, we've been in business for uh, since the first of last year. Um, okay. as, Depp, as Depp and Painting LLC, um, I, I am a former journeyman. Um, I was with a local union for about eight to 10 years. And then um, once recession hit in like 2009, 2010, <clears throat> I left and uh, went back to school, got my degree and was in IT for that time forward. But we always maintained um, painting. Painting is a side job to make extra money and, and stuff like that. So, so I feel like we've been building our customer base for oh gosh, at least what sixteen or seventeen years. So we um, went out on our own. Uh, I after sitting at home with COVID, like um, working from home, IT by myself. Uh, I first stepped out on my own. And then um, Brian joined six months later, quit his job too, because things were going so well. So in uh, that June full-time, so we've been doing this about, about 18 months full-time. Okay. So any employees, do we have any team members, subcontractors, or is it just Brian uh, doing all the painting? It's both of us. So you're doing painting as well? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Got it. Cool. So do you handle some of the office uh, tasks as well, Cami? I mean, who's handling the office stuff? Um, I do entering of like receipts and stuff. And um, we both do, um, because we don't always work on the same site, um, we both do entering of payments and stuff. And then we have an accountant that does like, you know, kind of oversees the bookkeeping. Okay, got it. All right, cool. So tell me, you know, there's many areas of business, but what's the biggest struggle right now? What's going on in the business where you feel like, you know, you would need a different perspective or a little boost? I think, and where we want to go, do we want to, do we want to expand beyond and what does that look like? I guess, is that, is that, is that a fair? Yeah. And then I would say number two would be when we come up against like a difficult client, um, instead of like, sometimes people can shut you down. Um, I don't know. Some clients are just really difficult. Um, oh, yeah. Just how to handle them. 
Sure. Like, that's yeah. like a big mentally, one for me. Mentally, it's yeah. tough, right? Yeah, just move it on and go on. You know what? Way. Shake it off. You know? Yeah, just like forget this business. I'm done. Yeah, <laughs> it's not quite been that bad, <laughs> no, but there's moments where you're like, oh, there's oh been my times gosh. for me, I'll tell you. Um, oh, I'm sure. So, so, you know, it's important to just first get the foundation right, you know, and it's like, um, I used this analogy yesterday, but I like it. It makes sense. It's like when someone actually um, gets ready to direct a movie, they know the end of the movie. That's the best way to get started in creating it is they know where the heck they're going to end up. And then they work backwards, right? They build the, the, the movie backwards. So um, I don't know if that's true for every movie, but it makes sense for at least in this case, what do you guys want? Like, what is the end goal? And you guys always go back and forth about who's going to say this. I'm going to just call on you, you know, Brian, <laughs> Brian, what is your end goal here, man? I mean, do you, and I'm going to give you some examples. Do you want to see yourself stopping in and checking on jobs? Do you want to put down the paintbrush? Do you want to ride off in the sunset uh, with Cami and, and have a business running on its own? I mean, or do you enjoy what you're doing right now? All answers are acceptable. You just need to pick yeah. them. I think right now, you know, I, I enjoy, I enjoy being on the end of the brush um, and, and, and in the field. Um, but, you know, I really would love to be at some point where we're stopping in on jobs. This is a business that we're managing and maybe we're not in the field and, you know, we can, have that residual income and, and right off into the sunset, so to speak, you know, but so you, want, you want it all. Well, duh. Okay, good. That's what I was hoping to hear. And how about you, Cammy? Do you align with that? Yeah. I mean, Michael's um, I'm, I'm more like business financially minded. Um, so mine are more like, I think I always want to have my hands in it as far as, um, physically doing the work, but I'm okay with stopping in on jobs. Um, but I also like the freedom of saying, Hey, uh, let's go on vacation next week. Sure. Or it's right not now, usually that tight because well, the, right, right now that doesn't exist. You know, it's probably very difficult to even think about getting a day off or two days off. Cause if you're not actually oh, doing block it. Yeah. Well, okay, good. You're, you're disciplined yeah. in that regard, but when you block it, guess what? no sales are being done and no businesses, no, nothing's being produced. So you can block it for the next month if you want. Right. In other words, we're talking about the fact that your bit, no income's coming in, you know? So that's the right. most important thing. So one of the things you said, you know, Brian, uh, is that, you know, do we want to grow? So I just answered that for you. The answer is yes. Yeah. Like you, that was one of the things you just said is like, you know, the, the big question here is, do we want to grow? Um, and then, um, you know, again, you said, you said, yes. So when it comes to that, you know, we want to identify how do we grow, you know, who's going to, you know, that's key. What's the next step. And, you know, I can understand where you're coming from, Cami, from a business perspective. So I'm going to challenge you in that regard, just to ask, how is the business side looking? If you're the business person in this engagement, which is great for you, Brian, because many people that start a business have to handle the business side, which is gargantuan in, in the early stages, right? So I'm going to go through a mini checklist with you, Cammy, and let's see where, where you fall. So um, okay. let's talk first online presence. Um, do you guys have a Facebook page for the business? Yep. All right. Do you have a Google My Business listing? No, I no. don't believe so. We did, okay. but we let it lapse because no, we no, have no, a, to... no, you mean like a, like a Google page? If I Google painters in your town, will your name show up? 
No, no, no. I mean, if you um, Google, you can Google Dup and painting and it'll, it'll, uh, that, it, no, that'll might bring okay. your website up. Will that bring your website up? No, we don't have a website. Okay. All right. That's so, fine. So we're just, go ahead. There's a reason why we did that, but go ahead with your checklist. No, what's your reason? Well, we have, this is where, this is where the, the growth comes in. Um, the second I put anything out, we get flooded, which isn't a bad thing, but we don't have any employees. So there's only the two of us and we're booking into June, which is fantastic. Where are you, where are you putting it out? I'll just put it on Facebook on the, um, okay. on the uh, different neighborhood pages. Cool. Different groups. It's awesome. Yep. In terms of in terms of a Google uh, my business list thing, you're gonna need that when you get employees, you know, because again, just generally speaking, that's where people search for when they want things done. So you want to be able to be present when that time comes. One of my favorite sayings in business: dig the well before you're thirsty. Don't do okay. it the other way around. Don't wait till right. you're thirsty to start digging your well. We want to start getting reviews of all these people that love you now. Okay. So Google is where you want to send every job that you do, which you guys in the last 18 months have probably done 60 to 80 different jobs. Generally speaking, you know, maybe more. Yeah. A lot more. more. I'm <laughs> yeah. just being general, but, that's, okay. but, but here's the deal. If those people aren't leaving reviews, you're starting over every day because those reviews ultimately, I mean, it's amazing. You know, in, in other words, as a business owner who has 500 reviews, I look back at this and say, wow, look how far we've come. That's kind of one of our metrics to say, man, like, look how much work we've done. Um, so Google reviews are king, king, king. So we want to get a Google page. A website, obviously, guys, you know, is important. Let me just give you a brief example as, as to what I believe a website really is. It's a confirmation that you're a legitimate company, okay? People aren't going to go to your website the same way they do amazon.com. They're not going to go there because there's something for them there. They're going to just go there to confirm that you're a good company. Maybe there's people out of town, out of state that have a little time before they reach out to you guys and they want to see who it is that they're going to be re reaching out to. Everyone buys differently. You do want the companies that the customers that research. Those are the people that actually you show up and do a good job. They're going to hire you, right? You don't want people that quickly just call because you're down a list and they just go down the list and make a phone call you know, right. for a painting company. Right. So again, the website just really, is just kind of just makes, makes you in the game, puts you in the game. Right. All right. So you got the Facebook page, right. You said you had that, or are you doing a lot of this from your personal Facebook page? Oh no, we, we have, have a page. Yeah. We have a business. All right. Good, good, good. Okay. So, you know, online presence, um, you know, we definitely want to get that Google listing. We definitely want to get that website. Okay. The, the Google listings free. Um, drip jobs, actually, uh, we have a contractor that we use. Uh, to build websites. So if you guys want, um, we could talk about that another time, but we can help you out. Okay. Okay. So um, good, good, you know, good there. At least we know what we need now in terms of uh, bringing on help. This is the big one here. I mean, this is yeah. usually the biggest question mark. Cammy, what did you, what were you, did you ever have a role in your professional career where you had to hire, manage and interview people? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hundreds. I did. I did hundreds of interviews. Fantastic. So yeah. this is huge for your companies because you're pretty good at identifying characteristics. And again, this is something some people have to learn. Now, let me ask you this. Do you guys have a payroll system currently built into the company right now? Not yet. We, we have the ability. We do have the ability, but we don't Okay. because so me, we don't have payroll. <laughs> well, you should, because you guys are actually both employees of Depp and Painting. 
So when you look at it from that perspective, you guys should be paying yourselves some sort of salary, right? I mean, that's yeah. so you do have employees. You're just acting in the role of an employee right now. And right. sometimes all it requires is just a little bit of a mindset shift about how this works. Is it silly? Yeah. Do you guys get a check? And then does it make sense to send it to your payroll company so they take taxes out or you guys just draw money from it? Sure. But again, digging wells before we're thirsty says, if I wanted to hire an employee right now and we had a conversation, I have nothing set up for them. I don't even know the first step to doing that. So that this is a prohibitor of your growth by not having something in place. Um, my suggestion to you is an app called Gusto. Um, I recommend them every single day of the week in most cases, because it's so easy. Uh, it's a self-serve payroll system. It's gusto.com. Uh, and for those listening, there's a link in the bio to access this, but I'll be honest with you and say, it's one of the best investments you're going to make in your business. And it's only like, I don't know, for your size business, $50 a month, you can run unlimited payrolls. Once you set up, they handle all the taxes, they handle the workers comp. And the beauty of this is that if you're sitting in front of an applicant and Cammy, you come from what I believe to be sort of like a corporate background, right? Would you? We both do. Yeah, yeah we, we both do. We both do. So yeah. when you guys got those corporate jobs, there was a certain, um, I would think to be, I'm going to use this term, pull for you to elevate your standard because of the process that was laid out for you. And mm -hmm. again, when we're building a business, we can easily create that if we have the right tools in place. So my employees, hey, guess what? Thank you so much. We're going to give you an opportunity. You're going to get an email from our payroll uh, onboarding to get you to put in all your information, your bank account information, because the number one thing uh, that you're going to want to make sure, and this is an equal exchange, Cammie and Brian, is that employees feel safe, right? We know you're going to pay them, but employees need to feel safe about when that money is coming and, and the transparency of having a pay stub and all that stuff. So I'm sure this isn't nothing you don't already know. Maybe it's something you've been thinking about postponing, but I would start that up ASAP. There's no waiting there. And it doesn't even cost you any money to start it up before employees. I think it's like, you know, 20 bucks a month, maybe just to have it, uh, but you can get it all set up and ready to go. Okay. So from there, right. You have, you know, online presence. Um, what do you guys do? House painting cabinets? I mean, what is the focus there? We do interior, exterior, cabinetry, um, commercial and residential. Yeah, drywall finishing. You guys um, are doing repairs. way too much. You're doing so many different things. It's uh, you know, and you might think you know, I it sounds good, but from a business perspective, you're stretched way too thin. And what you're what you're naturally going to be doing is placing that load on whoever you bring into that world. If you hired me. I'm going to be forced to do commercial work, exterior painting, interior painting, cabinet refinishing drywall work and I cut you off not intentionally just to make a point whatever else you guys say yes to mm -hmm. okay you are not going to sustain business early on by doing that because the goal here is to create a system and if you're bringing in employees saying hey by the way we're going to have you do cabinet refinishing drywall repair first of all you're looking for a unicorn to be able to come in and do those things and if you can't find that guess what Brian you're going to be doing all the work because right. you find somebody that is just mostly like a helper because they're going to have to learn all these different things that you're having them do. So how do we narrow that down? And just again, from my experience, I could be wrong, but the reason you're doing all these things, number one, Brian, is because you know how to do them. Number two, it's because your business is coming from word of mouth, which means you're not quick to say no to opportunity because word of mouth is valuable to you. Um, it is 
of course, random. You know, they heard you guys do yeah. good work. Hey, by the way, while you're here, can you guys texture my ceiling? Can you scrape down the popcorn? Hey, you know what? I want my cabinets painted. And it's convenient to say yes to all these things. So I'm just giving you a higher level perspective here. Right. Okay. Higher level perspective. If, if you were not doing any painting, Brian, you're the coach on the sideline. Okay. You're not going to stress out your team because you know, they're not going to play well under pressure. So if you just had them do a five day interior and the customer asks, Hey, by the way, you know, can you scrape down the popcorn and, retexture the ceiling and paint it and then do my cabinets. Probably not going to want to do that to your team, even though the money is going to be there. Okay. You might reschedule it for another time, but I'm so focused on our niche services that I know that another interior paint job is coming up. Something that's easy for my guys to do easy to finish hardly any hurdles. And I can collect a check when it's done. Why can't you do that? Because you don't have strategic marketing. And that's another thing you guys got to make sure that you have is something that allows you to get the exact same jobs that you want. Right. Yeah. I would pick three of those things you mentioned. Typically, sure. You can do interior, exterior, and cabinets. Anything out of that scope of work, you're just opening up a can of worms and it's going to be harder for you guys to remove yourselves because you're always going to have to come in and make up for the lack of skill because the labor pool I mean, you're either going to find another business owner who knows how to do all that stuff. And what are they going to want? A lot of money, you know, big or money, yeah. big money. Right. So I don't know. Have you guys thought, do you want employees or do you want to do subs? Which ones? We haven't decided yet. Well, we really haven't. We just don't know. Sure. Big decision to make. Uh, well, I mean, do you guys like the fact that uh, you have control of each job. Do you like creating an amazing experience? Do you like being involved every step of the way? Do you enjoy the process of um, nurturing people? Um, you know, all these come in the employee realm. You can, you can do that on the sub side, but there's not as much control on the sub side. In other words, it's almost like, hey, uh, I'm going to sell your job and then I'll send a crew over here to do it. And then that crew is responsible for all those micro interactions that happen inside of that home. Um, which you don't have a lot of control over. I'm sure you can manage it and you can see patterns and get rid of them if they're not a good fit. Uh, but I like the employee model personally. I think it's an opportunity for you to build relationships with people, see them grow. They'll do the work exactly how you want. And I think it's easier to do early on. You know, it's an, it's an organic transition, Brian. You're going to be working still. But the goal here is to find somebody to work alongside with that is not Cami, because Cami has enough to do with the estimates, the sales, the appointments, the accounting, all that, all that stuff there. And then another person, and then eventually you turn them into a two per person crew. And, and that's how the plan needs to go if you do the employee route. But could okay. you, could you, Brian, continue to sell jobs, find a few sub crews and uh, have them do the work? Sure. You're not going to make as much money. You're going right. to probably, you know, the margins are a little bit. Tighter. Yeah. Yes. Any questions on any of that, guys? Um, so financially, when I think about it, um, I know that, you know, you have to add more jobs um, once you start adding people. And that's the hard part for me to wrap my head around is like how much, not how much do we need to bring in, but um, 
you know, there's a responsibility when you hire people full time that, yeah. you know, that you want to make sure that their families are taken care of. I mean, you're, I took that seriously. In you're absolutely too. right. And I look, you're absolutely right, Cammy. You're very much in alignment. And this is the biggest fear that business owners have when thinking about what hiring looks like, thinking of other people, finding jobs, not just for themselves. There's two things I want to point out here. Number one, you said your book till June or July, right? So ultimately, you guys are just in the way. Get out of the way and you'll have work for people. This is an investment in building your team, right? So Brian, honestly, you could hire someone today that has adequate painting skill. Cammy can set up Gusto, get them all set up. You can do all this today. And well, I'd expect a few more days to nurture and interview them and things like that, but you get it. Yeah. Right, right. And you just not paint Brian. And guess what you would have? You would have three months of work for someone, wouldn't you? Right. Okay. But what's the problem? The problem is, is you're in the way, get out of the way, but then what's the drawback? You don't make as much money. Why? Because you have to pay an employee. Right. But that's the investment. And you're not just going to be sitting on your hands the whole time that person's working. Right. What are you going to be doing? Making your processes a little bit better, maybe even working on another job while that right. person's working on one job and then going and checking on that one and saying, you know what, let me get you one more. And then, I mean, that's how the machine needs to work. So good point, Cammy. I've had situations where with my three crews, we only had one week of work left. How do I fix that? Right. The second part of this is strategic marketing, attack, 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 always be marketing. Your marketing budget right now doesn't exist. You don't have one. You're not, you hadn't had a reason to get one, right? But you got to understand that in order to win at this game, like any business in the world, you have got to allocate money toward marketing if you want to exceed whatever you can produce on your own, which you've been doing great at, but you have to have strategic marketing. Strategic marketing is being present where people travel who want your services, right? It's like, think of uh, the, the highway. That billboard is an expensive marketing for a reason because all the eyeballs that are going to see it. What's interesting about the home service business is we have these things called lead aggregators, like Angie, Thumbtack, Craftjack, where people actually go when they want a service done. So you can advertise there. And what's beautiful about those things is that you can choose what type of jobs you get assigned to. So that's an avenue there. And then Google, okay, you could pay Google to, to, to do that. So I think it's just a matter of getting comfortable with spending money that you're not spending now. And that's another big transition is how you guys move the money around. Yeah. You know, have you thought about spending any money on marketing? I mean, we, we've got, um, we have like logo clothing, and then we also have, um, what is that on our car? Like we have our stuff on our car. That's branding. Those are, yeah. those are branding. That's that's okay. Good. So no, not so, so not, not no not, not, not strategic marketing. No, not strategic marketing. So, um, it, you know, again, we got to look at the plan here, and and I think this is the conversation that you two need to have, as to and and really, my goal is to just give you some things to think about. Number one, in all honesty, we've got to decide what what the goal here is. And there's going to have to be some sort of sacrifice to get there. That sacrifice could be, you don't make as much money or you have to pay more money. Pick one. If you don't want to make more money, right? If that's the one that you want to do, there's not a lot of out-of-pocket costs is that the goal, Brian, should be find a painter that can come in and either work alongside you or work in your place. Okay. That's it. Mm -hmm. That's not option number one. Option number two is you find a marketing agency 
that can run ads for you on Facebook, uh, Instagram, you know, in some cases, Google and get your name out there. Well, you might be thinking, Tanner, I can't handle that demand right now. If I paid for a marketing agency in most time, in most cases, marketing agencies are a 30 day wait before you get any ads out anyway, that'll give you enough time to build a team. You know, Brian, again, if here's an example, if I was a franchise and I moved into your town in the first 30 days, I'd have a crew and I'd have marketing going. There'd be no questions asked. There'd be an initial investment. And I assume that you guys could come up with a number that you'd be willing to invest into the business. That number can be $2,000, $5,000, to allocate toward marketing, a nice website, some good branding, and then preparing a few employees to enter into the business. But this won't happen unless you do all of that at once. Because Cammy, if you don't find a good marketing system, you're not going to feel confident hiring employees, right? Right, right. And Brian, if you don't get out of the way and you keep doing work, then the pipeline's going to start thinning out and then the pressure's on, right? You got to make sure you have work. But there's this crazy cool thing that happens. And this is your guys' first business, right? Yes. There's this beautiful thing that happens when people are counting on you is that you activate this ether of resourcefulness that otherwise wouldn't, I'm being dead honest. I mean, seriously, when you know that people are counting on you, you'll find the freaking work, dude. And it's just a matter of that experience. So you guys got to get some experience. You got to get experience putting out the ads for the interviews, getting on Indeed, creating an ad, going through Indeed, filtering out applicants and bringing people from outer space into your world, sitting down at a coffee shop and interviewing people. Um, I mean, I think, you know, if you can do all those things, you're, you're not far off from getting to where you want to be. Do you guys have any other questions? Anything else you want to talk about? Um, I drew a blank. <laughs> yeah. Like, I like, I guess, um, weeding out people is going to be interesting. Like trying to figure out who's good, who's bad. Probably should write up. Some How'd you kind pick Brian? Probation. Brian is 25 years in. <laughs> yeah. Well, more than that. <laughs> yeah. So it's the same mentally. The really, process. Look at it. The process is the same. You first, you know, you want to feel them out, right? You want to, you know, first they need to, they need to wow you. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's through just showing up. Um, and that's not on the job. I'm talking about, you know, you need to create a process that gives you confirmations along the way that the person that you're going to bring into your business is uh, a worthy individual. And I have a seven step process. First thing I do is I create a really appealing ad, something that's encouraging, exciting, because I do want it to attract the right people. What it will also do is it will repel the wrong people. The wrong people don't want to be a part of a company that makes them feel uncomfortable. If your ad says looking for a full-time painter, someone that can work 40 hours a week and has reliable transportation, you're going to get exactly that. And I think you guys understand this concept is that we don't want just that. We want someone that is like us, that cares about quality and customer service, that wants to be a part of a growing team, that wants to be a part of a a family of uh, individuals who want them and want the best for them and want to see them exceed not only on the job, but in their personal life. Are these in alignment with your values, guys? Yeah, Yeah, so that makes me... That's what you would put in the ad. Okay. So, 
So there's two other questions then right off the bat that come to my mind is um, I've seen ads for people like they should have their own tools. And then I've also um, like we we interviewed somebody uh, January. Yeah. December, January. And, um, you know, he wanted he wanted like 30 bucks an hour. He wanted um, he wouldn't tell us like if he could work a certain number of hours, he wouldn't give us any solid, you know, um, guidelines around what his availability was. And, and then, and then he's like, and I want to be paid under the table. And I'm like, first of all, I don't know if you're worth 30 bucks an hour. Yeah. No real verifiable. Like, yeah. so, so that right there, um, if you're not careful, that will create, um, a stigma around what to expect and it won't get you excited about hiring. For me, I'm always excited about hiring. Why? Because I have a process in place. Imagine this, Brian, if you didn't know how to paint a house, how excited would you be to paint a house? <laughs> Probably not very excited. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and the reason is, is because you have a system when you wake up in the morning and you show up at a job, you have a process that you go through no matter what, whether that's the first thing you do is you lay out your tarps or you tape the baseboards or whatever that yeah. is. Okay. So remember that for every area of your business, hiring needs to be the same way. You got to have a point A to point B process. And for me, again, the first step is acquiring interest through mm -hmm. my ad. Okay. The second step is filtering out those applicants by giving them something to do that helps me identify if they follow directions, which is sending them to a form that allows them to tell me a little bit more about them, their experience and who they are as a person asking personality based questions like, Hey, we all learn something new every now and again, what's something you learned recently? Something as simple as that will tell you what type of person they are. Some people say, this is a stupid question. Why do you have this here? Okay, well, guess what? You're not going to be interviewed, tell you that. And then, then there's another person that says, hey, I just helped my, my grandmother change her carburetor in her car. I looked up a YouTube video and I figured it out. Now, isn't that somebody just off of that, those two answers that you would be interested in meeting with? Yeah, show yeah. some initiative. Okay, and, okay. Yeah. shows initiative. He did his own research. Like just, I'm telling you this stuff works. So the second is that, right? And then you have the third, third step of the stage is reaching out um, and saying, Hey, you know, just, you know, wanted to touch base. The next step in our hiring process is a brief phone interview, right? Please, uh, send the, the best phone number to reach you along with some good times tomorrow. And we'll give you a call. Do you know how many people I've sent that to? No response. Okay, cool. You now phase out of my hiring process. Now I have a phone interview from that phone interview. You're going to ask a few questions, feel them out, right? You know, see what there's been people that I knew right on, right off the bat on the phone. They're not a good fit just from the things that they were saying, you know, even though they, 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 they had a good form, right. And they filled out the questions, the phone interview filters them out and you might do a light social media search. You know, how many people I've looked at on social media and they, they had things on there that if my customers saw, they might not hire us. Yep. Right. So again, you allow what, what shows up to that interview, Cammy. And if you're listening to this, hopefully you're, you're saying to yourself, if I went through that process, I would have never sat down with that person who told, who told you that. Right. And then from there, after the phone interview, okay, great. The next step in our hiring process is a in-person interview. Okay, great. So in that in-person interview, I had two the other day, one kid blew it. He kept telling, talking about how, uh, 
how, how many times he's been reprimanded at his job. It's never fair. It's never his, his responsibility. He wants right. something new, you know, <laughs> it's never, it's never his fault. And he's just deflecting blame, deflecting blame and talking bad about his other business owner. And I'm like, in my head, I'm thinking, you're just a bad employee. You just don't yeah. respect authority and, and right. are venting to me, but I'm here to make a decision on whether or not I want to deal with you. And that in itself, filter that kid out. He's out. And now the other person came and he did great, right? And now he's working with my team and they're telling me what a great hire he was. And it just, it creates great morale and great culture. And it's like, although yes, we want the hires, but if you don't go through this process, Brian, if you don't put the tarps down, if you don't tape the baseboards, if you don't, you know, roll out the wall twice and then cut it in or whatever your process is, you're not going to get what a good result. Oh, you're going right. to get a, I'll tell you, you will get a result. Yeah. And it's going to be a good one. <laughs> Right. Right. So, again, Cammy, right. my, my thing is this, you need to practice this process, you know, and you were probably handed the applicant beyond all those steps from a, from an employee perspective as a manager, maybe. No, um, I don't. I actually would take in all the resumes, even though they would try to filter them. I would take them all in and read them from beginning to end um, because I felt like they filtered out too many people. And I usually hired off of people that were not filtered out. Good. Or, yeah. So, you, so, so you're I, good at, you're good at this part, you know, take yeah, those yeah. same yeah. standards, right? Those same standards need to be applied to the painting business. And mm -hmm. again, that gentleman who said, Hey, I want to be paid under the table, right? You don't have a payroll system. So ultimately he would have been right. You know, if it, I'm just being honest, like we got to make sure that your, your system is so tight that no one would even think about asking you that question or saying that in, in your face, you know mm -hmm. why? Because the barrier to entry was so low that it didn't force him to raise his standards. And that process is going to create a high barrier to entry. In other words, you can't get in unless you pass this portion of the test. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. There, was a there was a restaurant that I applied for when I was 19 years old. I really wanted to work there. It was a great restaurant. And part of the application process was to study the first page of their menu from top to bottom. You couldn't even get an interview unless you knew the sushi rolls in and out and all the ingredients of it. Okay. That's a barrier to entry right there. That's saying, yeah. Hey, you want this job? Show me you want the job. Right. Gotcha. Perfect. So hopefully that helps. I would definitely get on there. I'm going to give you guys some resources when we get out of here. It's the first is going to be my hiring course. It goes through everything I just explained to you. It's give that to you for free. Second thing is uh, I'm going to give you access to, uh, uh, I'm going to tell you about our website services. You need a website. They're very cheap. We make template websites just to get your name out there, just to have something professional. And it's a WordPress website. So anyone can come in and work on it and build it. Um, number three, I'm going to connect you with a marketer, somebody that I trust to get your name out there on social media. Uh, and number four, I will offer you this. Um, I'm going to give you an extended trial of drip jobs. I don't know. Have you guys heard of drip jobs? Okay. Yeah. 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 So if you guys want to try it out, I think it's integral. Um, it's either you're going to use that or something else. I'd rather use, use, use our software. Um, and it's going to be great to help you manage the leads send your proposals, invoice your customers, schedule your jobs. It's just going to really be an all-in-one solution to help you do that. Um, so I'll send you some links for that stuff. And uh, I hope it I hope it helps you guys get to that next level. Was this helpful? Yeah. It was yeah really I helpful. have a question on the website though. So you have somebody to build the website, but who hosts it? Do they, it's is all that packaged? All packaged? Yeah. Okay. Yep. 
So yeah, there's homestay nice. maintenance. Yeah, we just, you know, we we build it and then we have uh, a maintenance package that handles the domain, the hosting, the updates, if you guys need any changes done. Um, okay. so, and what's cool is if you guys decide to use drip jobs, um, what'll happen is you'll get a little, uh, we'll be able to put that, that booking link. So when customers go there, they fill out the form, they can book an estimate and be sent right to drip jobs. Okay. Cool. Sounds good. Good luck yeah. to you guys. Come Thank back you. anytime. If you guys ever want to meet again and tell me what the progress has been like. Sounds Thanks good. I'll well. send you guys yeah. an email later today. Thanks. Right. So much. Good. Thank Thanks, you. Tanner. You're welcome. Take care guys. Good luck. Right. Take care. Mm -hmm. Bye. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening to that business breakthrough. So uh, what I'm going to do now is I'm going to transition this episode to a testimonial. That's right. So uh, one of our awesome drip job users was kind enough to do a short testimonial for us. I asked him some questions that I'm sure a lot of us have about what drip jobs is. Is it valuable? So if you would like to sit and listen to this, I'd appreciate it. You can sit, hang around and hear what one of our very happy clients has to say about drip jobs for his business. All right. Um, hey, I'm here with uh, Michael Perry of Outside the Box um, Contracting in Florida. And I just want to start off by asking you a few questions about really about what your experience is with drip jobs. My first question is, how do you like the system overall? You know, first, I want to know what were you using before? And second, what has drip jobs done for you in your business? Well, before I was really using nothing because the business is very new. And uh, so right off the bat, I did need something that was going to be able to, uh, you know, manage my customers, handle the customers, be able to handle proposals and the invoicing part of it. So I came across uh, drip jobs on your um, on your podcast. I heard about it on podcast. And uh, so I looked into it. You and I did a uh, little demo. And right off the bat, I knew it was going to be something that I'd be able to utilize and uh, put to work. So um, almost immediately. Uh, from the very first time, um, it's been working since day one. And I especially love uh, the automations are great. Uh, the fact that it's working behind the scenes, even when I'm not paying attention to it, is the better part. Um, your integration with Angie Leads is is huge because those leads come in and immediately they're getting uh, contacted. It just it just shows that um, it makes it appear as if, even if I'm not paying attention, as if I'm paying attention to this customer and they have my yeah. full attention. So they get an email instantly from me saying, hey, thank you for contacting outside the box. And just this, that part alone is enough because uh, all the feedback I've had from all my customers so far is that they are, they love the communication. That's the best part. That's, that's what's attracted them the most to me is, is that I'm communicating with them, the constant emails, the follow-ups, um, and just how the proposals, the invoices are put together. The system is very easy to use. Um, and it's just been fantastic. Yeah, yeah. And I think, well, now you used Angie Leads before having drip jobs. So before you would, add, for a little bit, I think there was a time period where you did. So before, you know, that lead would come in, you'd have to hurry up and call them right away, right? Wasn't right. that kind of what you were doing? Right. So the lead would come yeah. in, the gun to, to, stop, to stop what I'm doing, make sure I call them within a certain period of time, um, especially with their rules that they have as far as you yeah. know, credits and stuff like that. But um when the leads come through Angie and Drip Jobs is able to grab it and send them an email, yeah. right? It gives me, it buys me time to, you know, follow up, review their request, and then get back to them, you know, in a, in a, in a timely fashion. But right. um, at the con, the point of contact, I'm usually the first one in, so which is which is huge. Um, but they appreciate that a lot. 
Love that, man. Love that. So a lot of our pushback that we get as a software, some people in your position, which you're starting out, not a massive company, they think that drip jobs is too big for them, right? They look at it and they say, well, I'm not doing a ton of work. Like, I don't really need this. You know, what would you say to those? Because I know in the beginning, you kind of thought the same thing. Maybe it was like one of those things. And I think you had canceled and then I rallied you back in. And now you're now you're now you're a fan. So what was that shift for you? And what would you say to anyone that that thinks thinks that? Yes. Initially, when I thought I was just starting out, I'm like, I can't, you know, I need to be able to, you know, to pay the monthly fee. I need to have a lot of work coming in. But uh, ultimately, once I did come back around and I looked at it and started putting it to work for me, I realized that I can't even exist without it because if I didn't, <laughs> I, I don't know what I'd be thinking if I didn't have it because just it just makes it so much so easy yeah. uh, to use uh, everything from the, the initial the initial point of contact through the scheduling, the estimates and the appointments and the communication that way and um, you know writing the proposals and sending them out invoicing all of it has made yeah. made the job very easy and then i got i got very busy so right. having that along the way has really helped uh helped the, uh, we we kind of pitch it as your your 24 7 office admin in your pocket yeah. right i mean it's kind of working for you while you're out and it's doing things that you wouldn't normally have to do yourself right that's the best yeah man so in terms of um in terms of customer service and support setup you know, we make it a point to try to be there for you if you need anything. Have you found that we, we've been successful at that as a company? Yeah, it's always, you've always gotten back almost immediately sometimes, even late at night, uh, which is <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I know you all have lives, but um, yeah, even late at night, if I'm in the middle of have a problem on a proposal and you jump right back on there and, and help me out. Yeah. It's great. You know, what's interesting is me as a contractor, sometimes I know what that's like, you know, uh, just from my experience, other software, I'm in the middle of a proposal. I need to get this thing out, you know, so we just know how important it is, you know, and we're committed to that. Um, what do you think of some of the updates? I know that I sent out an email, you know, what do you think of some of the updates in terms of the new ways, the, the new way the proposal looks and how, how we've adjusted the way your customers perceive you through drip jobs, you know, the way that they see your proposals. What do you think about some of the updates? The update's been great. The, the most recent proposal update is fantastic. I looked at it uh, just uh, in the past couple of days because I've had a few go out, and uh, it looks it looks clean. It's professional. Yeah, it's, it's uh, it, it looks really good, and, and it makes me look really good, um, you know, to the customer. So it's awesome. Now, your customers, um, in terms of them responding to the drips, now some people think that you know it's way too much communication. Sometimes, do you feel as though the communication is just right? And if so, do you feel like your customers think of it as, as a good thing? Would you say that they're responding to some of the communication in a positive light? I'd say it depends on the customer. So um, I, I look at their um, activity I can, you know, with the email communication. So I yep. see I have, if I have cold leads that are sitting there that I haven't gotten yep. back, to, I'll take a look at their uh, interaction with the site. And if right. they've gotten three or four drips and they've had zero views on it, right. then that customer... I don't think that customer is going to come back, but yeah. if they, have a, if, if I see that they've viewed one of the emails, you know, and a couple of days have gone by, I'll let it sit there. I'm not going to, I'm not going to eliminate the lead. Um, but those, I, I have a feel for certain leads that are, that I know are not going to go anywhere. It's yeah. just in the conversations I've had, just what they were yep. looking for. Um, sometimes they go on Angie and they hit the button and not realizing that someone's actually going to call them back. Yeah. You know, they're looking for pricing or whatever. 
Um, but I've been able to, I've been able to manage, um, are you there? Yep. Sorry. Uh, I've been able to manage, um, the, uh, the leads through there, um, you know, more easily, um, by doing Love that. It. So, Love it. It's great. Last question for you. One of our favorite features and probably like the fan favorite is the booking URL. And that allows for people to call you. You can just send them that link. Have you been utilizing that? And has it saved you from having to manually input information? Uh, I have not yet had to manually. The only time I've manually inputted information is on a lead that's come to me, like not through Angie, because Angie okay. is able to, you know, it's already in there. When Angie goes through Angie, yeah. it, it, it's already integrated. Um, so I've I only had a few times where I've had to enter it myself. Because uh, most of my leads are coming to there. Recently, though, I've started uh, boosting posts on Facebook, and I'm getting a lot more traction through there. Love um, so those, um, those, uh, those leads I've had to go through and enter myself. I'd have to look. I'm not sure about the URL for the Try contact. It. So it's great when people call you. All you have to do is click the button at the. We actually put it at the bottom of the mobile Which app. It on. What's that? Which screen is it on that to see it? It's on the it's on the mobile app. It's actually oh, it, on the mobile app at the bottom. It says new request. It's kind of subtle. We just slipped it in there. And if you click that, all you got to do is punch in the phone number. So again, if someone calls you and you know you're driving and these maybe this is somebody that just found your name on Google or a referral from a customer, all right. you got to do is click that button, punch in their phone number, and it sends them a link to fill out your booking form. So oh, it I saves do. you the time. Yeah, try that out. It's a really okay. awesome feature. Perfect. Awesome. Dude, well, thank you, Michael, man, for your time today. Uh, we're, we're extremely grateful for you uh, taking time out of your day to just give us some, some great feedback and gloat about us. Um, you yeah. know, again, we're going to keep striving, man. So thanks so much. Oh, uh, Church, that was great. Awesome.